Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on this Miami Monday. We tailor the show a little extra Miami to get you through a case of the Mondays. Tweet at me, at Dan Day Radio, hashtag Miami Monday if I like what you write. I may just read it out on the air. Also going to have some Miami music in just a little bit, so get ready for that. Also get ready for the Joe Rose Show. Going to be having some Hollywood headlines heading your way in just a few. Also, Mr. Miami, Dan Levitard, and the Weekend Observations, plus Hawk and Crowder. Hawk went to the U. Crowder played for the Dolphins, who are kind of out of gas right now. They'll talk about that, but right now let's talk about some headlines. The Dolphins fell to the Giants yesterday, 36-20. Tonight, the Colts play the Saints. My Saints, by the way, kick off is at 8.15. Over the weekend, the Heat went 1-1, losing to the Lakers Friday, then defeating Dallas Saturday. Miami's back in action tonight in Memphis at 8. The Panthers play at home against Ottawa tonight at 7. Listen to it here on 560 The Joe. The Canes basketball team faces Temple tomorrow night at home. Tip is late at 9.30, while the U's football team continues to prepare for play against Louisiana Tech at the Independence Bowl on December 26th. FAU's Harrison Bryant has been named first-team All-American tight end. The Owls play SMU Saturday in the Boca Raton Bowl. Inter-Miami holds the first and third picks in the MLS Super Draft that will be held January 9th. The team will play their first home match March 14th at Fort Lauderdale Stadium against the LA Galaxy. And now, it's time to take a step into the day spa. Ah. A Wisconsin woman recently called police after a KFC drive-thru got her order wrong. The woman sent back a chicken sandwich after it was made incorrectly. She says she did receive a remade correct sandwich but with attitude and was not comfortable to eat it, so she called the cops. Yep, that's 911 worthy. After accidentally calling 911, an Indiana man wound up behind bars. Apparently, Aaron Allman of Columbus but dialed 911. Authorities responded, then found out Allman had outstanding arrest warrants. Time to start keeping your cell phone locked. A high school soccer coach in New York is under fire for taking his team to a local Hooters after losing a playoff game. School officials may be mad, but that coach will never have a problem with recruiting ever again. In an attempt to curve long bathroom breaks, an office here in America has posted a sign saying that if you use the facility for too long, you will be subject to a smell test. If it stinks, you're honestly using the restroom and are fine. But if it doesn't smell, you are subject to disciplinary action. So if you want that long bathroom break, load up. Now on to weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast calls for light showers and temperatures in the high 70s. It's another first at Hylia Park. It's the first ever National Horse Players Championship qualifier at Champion Simulcast Center and Sports Bar, including $10,000 in prize money. Join us Sunday, January 12th, Register now at HyliaPark.com. When you get up in the morning, you need a cup of Joe and you also need some Joe Rose Show. Weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m., my man, Hollywood, brings you some headlines, 
Oh, those NFL notes. Interceptions, Tannehill, Kenyon Drake balling. Also the Raiders fan base. Plus, we hear a little bit from Mr. O.J. Simpson. All right, Hollywood, what do you got for us today? Dealing with important stuff back here, right, right Joe? Yeah. Right. Trying to get, uh, what is it, your uh, step tracker. My Fitbit is dead, up man. Here. My Fitbit yeah. is dead, and I can't get it charging. All right. Very surprising to hear that you're struggling. Technology. Been one of those days, man. Been one of those days. All right, so we're going to do some NFL headlines, and we'll get to some other stuff here. Starting off with the Bucks. Jameis Winston has had kind of a crazy season here. He went for 458 yards, four touchdowns, one pick. The Bucks won at 38-17. to 17 over Detroit 458 yards that ratio Joe 30 to 24 no Mike Evans by the way out there yesterday either right. and Godwin got hurt so who knows he's at what is he, he said 30 30 touchdowns, 30 now? touchdowns 24 intercept he's second in the league in, in touchdowns behind Lamar yeah. Jackson and he is by far the leader in interceptions they got to keep him, right? I'd love to know what Tampa Bay people think. Do they want to? They got to keep him. I've been all over the board on 4, him. 4,500 yards passing, 30 touchdowns. What I see? He's got 900 yards the last two games. Yeah, he's just not very good, though. What do you he think? There's a by- ton of picks, and the team's not very good. I know, but. They have good receivers on that team, really good receivers. Oh, hurt, you just told me. Well, they were yesterday. Well, yeah. Mike Evans all, out all for the season. season, and Godwin got hurt in the game yesterday. Know that because of fantasy I don't know. Stuff. I I don't know, fellas. I the only problem is he ain't gonna want a one year deal, man. These guys all want to get paid. There's gonna right. be some tough decisions to be made in some different cities. All right, guys. Ryan Tannehill's MVP chances took a little bit of a hit yesterday as the uh, Texans beat the Titans twenty four to twenty one. Kenny Stills, by the way, he's a former Dolphin, right? He had a couple of touchdown catches in that game. Yeah, yesterday was former Dolphin Day because right. uh, he wasn't <laughs> the only one that I saw. Kenyon Drake had a real. Kenyon Drake nice. just oh, scored again. Don't worry, he just scored again. Uh, that was the next. Next one on our list here. The Browns got blown out by the Cardinals, 38-24. to Baker threw a couple of touchdowns, had a pick in that game, but Kenyon Drake stole the show, 137 rushing yards and four touchdowns. Baker Mayfield sucks, by the way. <laughs> I thought, just want to get that in there. I, I think, I'm never surprised when Kenyon Drake has a, a good game. Like, the guy's a good player. Four to- it was the first, win, the first win of the season, by the way. No, he's really good. He has a, the last game really... he won before this one yesterday was the Miami Miracle. Oh, boy. That was the last game he's won. Drop. Pretty good drop. Right, right. Kenya Drake's pretty good, though. By the way, this Browns thing is going about as well as anyone could have hoped. Did you see those two fighting with everyone? And they no. were pouting on the sideline. What happened? Oh, they were pouting on the sideline. Jarvis got into it with his coach as he was coming off the field. It's just going really well. Imploding. This Let's... is as great as you could have hoped right. for. I, I know, but everybody knew, right? This team, the makeup of this team, if they were going great, everything was going to be fine. But if it started heading south, you're going to see the ugliness of every one of those guys. And you're seeing it. Speaking of ugliness, you guys see what happened in Oakland yesterday? No, what happened? Fans were not happy. It was the last game officially there uh, in Oakland. They lost to the Jaguars 20-16. to 16. Oh. Fans were throwing stuff on oh. the field. Some fans were running on the field. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was a mess there. But, like, all kidding aside, it really sucks to have your team ripped away from you. Right. I, mean, I could well, only imagine. What did, that, what that did really they stinks. expect? Not only did you lose the game, but you're leaving. Yeah. Like, your owner made a decision to leave Oakland. I'm not saying it's the best facility. It's the worst, actually, in the NFL. But you're leaving them. They don't get that. Like, you're going to Vegas. Boo. You talk about iconic fan bases. Oakland's got to be one of those. The Raiders have to have one of those fan bases. Well, they got strong. They they happen to be a team that's got a real strong fan base in the Oakland area, the Bay Area. 
and in LA. I think they're really popular. Well, Las Vegas. I I just they'll be fine in Vegas. Yeah. They're they're, they're going to get Hey, listen, that thing's going to be a home run. We can bitch right now about poor Oakland, but ve- you guys all agree this Vegas thing oh, I can't with the Raiders is going to be a home run. Can't wait to see. No, it. it's good for them. It's not good for the people in Oakland. We play in Vegas next year. We the Dolphins play in uh, in uh, play at Vegas next yeah, year. That might be a big game, but their biggest thing in Vegas is going to be what April twenty ninth. The draft, the draft. Too. That's going to be the biggest. Can I crash in your room? They give you a suite, don't they? We can stay at Circus Circus, <laughs> man. Like down the street for like nineteen. I don't. I don't know if I'm going to the uh, to the draft yet. Well, as far as that goes, I don't know if I'm going to the game yet. So we'll see. <laughs> now I think about All it. All right. Well, speaking of Vegas, guys, we had two of the worst beats we've ever had yesterday uh, in the NFL. So Atlanta, they got the last second touchdown by Julio Jones. Right. Which put them up to win the game. Now, the over-under on the game was 49.5 points. The score was 22-17 with five seconds left. Then Julio Jones gets his touchdown. Then on the final play of the game. The worst. The Falcons score again. They picked up off the crazy lateral deal. They picked the ball up and scored. Ran it and the game the went zone. over. It was way under. Two Four- touchdowns in five seconds. 14 wow. points or 13 <laughs> points Holy smoke. in five seconds of play. I was watching the yesterday. could not believe what happened there in that final play. Just knocked the ball out of bounds. Get on the ball. This guy picked up, ran in the end zone. You think that's bad? You see what happened at the end of the Eagles-Redskins game. The Eagles were up 31-27. The spread was six and a half points. So all Redskins have to do is... Not oh, turn the ball over for a right. touchdown, which they did. They fumbled. The guy runs the touchdown oh. back. Now, by the way, he gets tackled like at the one-yard line, and he is able to stretch the ball out over the goal line to get it. He barely got in, and that made it 37-27, covering right. the spread. Right. That's why I don't gamble right there. Right, right. Holy Someone was really ma- pissed oh, off in those two games, right? Just got crushed so bad. All right, what else you got for us? You guys want some OJ? I Probably do. need a little OJ right. on Monday right. morning. Yeah. All right, so how do we describe this sweater that he's wearing in this video? He's at his sports bar that he's at the same one every single week in he the same it. exact seat. He's wearing a hoodie that says Holiday Juice, and it's got a Christmas tree, and it's got OJ sitting in a Santa seat in a Buffalo Bills jersey surrounded by presents. All right, that's great. You're good with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's uh What do you want me to say? It's fine. It's amazing. Here's OJ on yesterday's action. Hey Twitter World, yours truly. Well, I think it was about 15, 16 weeks ago that I was sitting in this very seat in this very room when Andrew Luck retired on me. Uh that was before I picked Antonio Brown also on my draft. But guess what? I have a slight lead, and I still have Michael Thomas to play tomorrow night. So there is an excellent chance that I might be playing for my league's Super Bowl next week. In any event, a lot of these games are still going on, and I have a question. Which team is more bipolar, the Rams or the Cowboys? I know this. If I was going into the playoffs and playing uh, uh, against the Cowboys... I wouldn't be too confident because there's no telling what they're capable of doing. Jerry Jones, you might get off the hot seat. If this guy gets to the playoffs and win a game, I, I think we're going to be living with Jason Garrett for another year. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, how you like my pre-Christmas gift? Pretty pretty nice. <laughs> Take care. Y'all love it, man. My man's in his own world out he there. Vegas is made for him. Right. Well, now he's selling hoodies, apparently. Right. Uh, so his tweet said the at Buffalo Bills might finally win a Super Bowl. You ready to get to just a couple of the replies here? Uh, a lot of the questions were, where can I get that hoodie? Uh, and someone put a link up, ikilledmywife.com. They just get right into it. Do you think you could stab somebody with a Lombardi trophy? They would need to commit many double homicides to accomplish that goal. 
There's as much a chance of the Bills winning a Super Bowl as there is of you finding the real killers. Are you watching the game tonight with the Goldmans? Oh, that's, oh, that's new. And that's then, a new one. That's bad. Finally, and this is interesting. Imagine having to bartend for a murder at least one to two times a week. Shout out to that bartender. I should give him a sweatshirt. Did you guys tell me that OJ is on the top 100 list, greatest players of all time? Yeah, he made the running back list. To 12 or whatever it was. Yeah. He's a great player. I just didn't know if. Top 10 or 12 running back ever? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just wondered if because of. They don't look that, at off the field stuff. No, I know. I, I get it. Wouldn't you be afraid playing OJ next week in your Super Bowl of fantasy football? Like, God forbid you lose in one of those last. No, games. you're fine. Monday mornings with a cup of Joe, some OJ Hollywood headlines, and your radio. The best part of Monday, though, is Miami Mondays, where we tailor this show just a little extra Miami. So next, going to hear from a Miami artist, some Miami music. But another great thing about Mondays, the Dan Lebetard Show's Stugatz Weekend Observations. Keep it locked right here. This is the best of the Joe Show. Oh, yeah, Mommy, this is dedicated to you and only you standing on the corner of 8th and Ocean after the Dolphins game on Sunday afternoon. The best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I'm Dan Day, and you know it's a Miami Monday because you're hearing some Miami music from Birdman's Clam Bake. Yeah, that is a Miami sound right there. You know what we do on Miami Mondays, make the show just a little more Miami. Speaking of this great city, Dan Levitard, he is from here. And although he has a national show that you can hear weekdays from 10 to 1 on 560 The Joe, he still keeps it Lemon City. What was he talking about earlier today? Well, Stugatz brought his weekend observations. Also, the Patriots, they know they're wrong. Crossing the T's and dotting the I's and... The damage is already done. It is time for Stugatz to share his game notes. No one in the media will tell you what happened better than my boy Stu. Dan, 283 yards, two touchdowns, a big home W. Dan, Eli Manning is back. New England Patriots, do it without the videotapes. Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I'd advise against looking at Aaron in the eyes. Give it a few weeks. Nothing cures a struggling offense like the Bengals. You couldn't pay me enough money to try and tackle Chris Carson. One of my favorite phrases from King James's Bible. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Ryan Fitzpatrick leads the Dolphins in rushing. That was amazing. He's 37 years old. He does. He lead not not for a game. Not for a game. Season. For the season. Eagles. Minus six and a half. Never a doubt. Logan Thomas is a tight end. Sometimes I wonder if NFL referee Jerome Boger is the same guy who played the villain in the movie Candyland. That is an old reference right there. <laughs> is it blow or blow? Either way, there's no debating the Lions. They blow. Lakers. Oh, I thought you were going to say they blow. I thought Damn that it. was the joke. Do it again. Is it blow or blow? Either way, there's no debating. The Lions blow. I thought you were going to go Damn blow it. that time. Damn I thought that time it. you were going to get it wrong again. Try it again. <laughs> no, that's okay. Lakers. Bucks. Larry. Collision course. Mike Evans. Injured two weeks ago. Chris Godwin. Injured yesterday. Dan, 
You know what the Buccaneers receivers are doing? Resembling a mash unit. They are dropping like flies. <laughs> I knew it was one of fit. them. I'm sorry. I got it wrong. <laughs> no, you're good. Don't be sorry. Not as sharp as I need to be. Sorry to the Bucks, who despite their best efforts to lose, still won. Even within a single victory, Jameis Winston has a magical way of still providing Bucks fans with a thousand tiny little losses. Funny how Anthony Davis is healthy all of a sudden. To those of you who said that thing, I told you not to. To those of you thinking about saying that thing, don't. Titans, two losses from the promised land. Tennessee Titans, eight and eight is like a drug. You don't just quit eight and eight. You know what's funny? I don't think they've actually been eight and eight very often. I just think we think of them as always eight and eight. I think they're usually either seven and nine or nine and seven. But eight and eight will always draw you back, man. President's Cup, in prime time, better than sex. Of course, at this stage of my life, the President's Cup, in prime time, is sex. Lamar Jackson is younger than Joe Burrow. Sometimes, it feels like the Falcons can win the Super Bowl. Todd Gurley has become the biggest mystery in sports. If you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchens. I'm sure, underneath all that surgery... There was a big smile on the face of Jerry Jones. Bengals coach Zach Taylor said his wide receivers got bullied by the Patriots. Zach, that's because they knew exactly what was coming. Duh. Bruins. Blues. Rematch. Lord Stanley. Collision course. The Vikings are in a playoff battle. But the cool breeze in Carson, California... Just gave Mike Zimmer's face a much-needed buy. He did. His winter-resistant face has been taking a battering, <laughs> but he did. He needed some of that good, uh, good, good California air on his face. Despite losing, the 49ers clinched the playoff spot. You know what that means, Dan? They backed in. The 49ers made the playoffs for the first time in six years. You know what that means, Dan? No. They ended a playoff drought. Eli... Called the win against the Dolphins special. Oh, come on. He's so cute. Come on. Come on, Eli. <laughs> Eli, knock it off. Special. It was. He's back to 500 again. Hall of Fame game again. I mean, if he gets another start this week. One game for the Hall of Fame. The Red Rifle has an odd way of consistently hitting its unintended target. People are shocked that drunk people with painted faces who watch lousy football from something called the Black Hole booed and threw stuff on the field. Frank Vogel warned the Lakers against stagnation. The rare science lesson after winning 22 <laughs> of 25 games. Uh, Frank's just bored. Hey, he's got to say something, right? Who have Anthony Davis and LeBron James. That team doesn't need a coach. It doesn't. You're right. I'm with you. You know what the B in Baker stands for, Dan? Bust. Another week of controversy ends with another happy ending for Bob Kraft. Chewy Chips Ahoy, combined with Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, heaven, a cookie combination, Art Bryles will never get to taste. You know why, Dan? Because he lives in hell. Dan, those are the weekend. I didn't know why. Uh, it was a big surprise at the end. I had no idea. So we've been talking here about the Jay Glazer report. And Stugatz, I've told you this before, when it comes to crimes of this nature, usually it's about the criminal, not the crime. If any other team in the sport 
had done what the Patriots did, we absolutely would not be talking about it on a football Monday or any other time. It would have just been something that none of us would have noticed. And the story didn't really echo that much last week, even though it was the Patriots. We did some on it, not just us, but the network. When it was bored on Wednesday, the network did stuff. But there are two things, and to my knowledge, only two things that could have inflamed this story into something larger. One of them just happened. The video was released and you can listen to it, and you will come away with the impression, at the very least, that the Patriots knew they were doing something wrong. The guy's voice, a Patriot's voice is on it, and you can hear that as soon as we get the sound clear. This is a whole nother conversation I want to have, because Get Up has played the sound. I think Golick and Wingo played the sound, but Scared Billy is uh, waiting for clearance. <laughs> it's playing all over the network, but Scared Billy doesn't want to get anybody in management uh, upset. And I really have found, generally speaking, that the, the uh, greatest enemy of good content is management. Can we blow through some of these barricades and just play the sound and not have you worry about whether or not the sound is going to get cleared or not we'll just blame get up no we cannot do that there's okay. protocol and we're going to follow the protocol dan Labatar. okay that's i'm a- not here for any of this maverick <laughs> stuff. you want me to tell you something i'll give oh, you a little Jesus, inside no, please don't, don't. we have oh, become God. such a headache for clearance that i have on good authority and i don't know i'll probably get in trouble for revealing this someone was assigned just to you because of all the rules that you break with clearance yeah. the only person in the network that has one person yeah, assigned to them congratulations yeah, I'm, I'm a bit proud of that and i don't <laughs> feel like we've gotten into enough trouble again get up and golik and wingo are playing the sound why can't we just blame it on them they've already with the network is already using the sound right we need to cross the i's and dot the t's dan because if you don't do that what do you have a bunch of L's. Good point. I mean, listen, all these other shows that are showing this footage, Dan, they're going to get a lashing, and Billy is trying to prevent that from happening. He, he really is, and I, I happen to agree with Billy. Now, I, I think Billy probably gets this from Mike. Is that fair? Where Mike is? I've told you, know you before. Oh, I have told you before that <laughs> yeah, when yeah. we ended up at ESPN, an executive who was no longer there because they kicked all the journalists out the door said, "You are not doing." A good show if you're not occasionally getting in trouble. Also, I think Billy just had us dotting T's. Yeah, and crossing I's. Mm-hmm. Regardless. What's you said it was that? beautiful. I saw you it mouth. It did sound beautiful. You, like, said, yeah. you, you said, I saw you mouth that it was beautiful. Like Billy was some sort of poet. If you don't cross all your I's and your T's, all you have is a bunch of L's, except nobody crosses T's. Either way, the, well, no, everybody crosses T's. No one crosses the I's. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. I mean, right, the guys. alphabet is important. We'll cross you know, education. Okay, so I's have dots, T's have crosses, L's have neither. So now we're all on the same page. Good. Uh, but we need sound. And I want this sound soon to play this sound of goal, from Golik and Wingo and from Get Up. This is not even our sound. I'm just going to say courtesy of Get Up. All right. We are now good to air Because I said so. Sound. Play the damn sound. Play the damn sound. Okay. A couple of things about that that are funny. That's, the cur- that's courtesy of Fox. There are only two things that can make this story be something that now reverberates beyond this. Because this hasn't quite done it. It hasn't done it yet. The next move is the only move that can inflame this story, which is the NFL telling us that they know after investigating that this was something. The NFL is punitive. The NFL over punishes. If the NFL does not over 
punish here. The NFL could absolutely make this go away. But the thing to me that's interesting about this is the NFL went and overpunished this team already, went after Brady, fought with Brady, fought with Brady over his phone. And Tom Brady's their biggest star. So they are incentivized for this story to go away, Dugats, if you care about the integrity of the league being spoken about across your networks. They're the only thing that could make this thing now worse is them coming out and saying, remember, the way all this started a long time ago with the league against the players and the league penalizing, over-penalizing because Goodell liked being the sheriff guy, dictator, keeping the guys in line. Bounty Gate. They told us Bounty Gate was wrong and people disagree, but ultimately Bounty Gate became a giant scandal because they punished coaches for a year. I'm telling you that if this is again something that reaches to Belichick, Stugat, right. and the NFL decide that that, vi- that video and audio that we just heard, that that means something because it's out of the playbook from denial that they say just say ignorance just claim ignorance and just so everyone's clear the original spy gate belichick was fined a half million dollars patriots two hundred fifty thousand dollars and they docked the patriots a first round pick okay but that it's that level of punitive and it can't just be money money will feel if it's just money people will sort of yawn indifferently if it's draft picks or coaching punishment that's where this thing gets inflamed from here unfortunately i'm talking about this all too seriously because one how great was that criminal's accent and two how great was that security guard the damage is done my friend is one of the most condescending things i've ever heard that accent is so new england he also at one point said trust me yes yes we have found our stugats of the new england patriots caught corner and is like i could delete this right now nobody needs to know about any of this but the damage is done my friend is that right there you've reached a terrible place in law enforcement when you're bengal security but that was that guy's crowning movement that's the gotta be the guy who sent it to glazer i'm I'm reporting that exclusively even though i don't know anything like that guy wanted everyone to hear him mall cop that that's the only way that the uh the patriots are ever going to be defended this is the get of the year he should get a law enforcement award for finding this he broke up a sting operation dan (laughs) being run by the patriots that no one else knew was going on the damage is done my friend that's it that my friend stugatz uses that that way my friend when someone's not actually your friend the damage is done my friend although i do consider you my friend i also consider doug plagans and alex dono my friends and they are out at the bbnt getting ready for the big panthers game that's going to be starting at seven o'clock hold tight for that That is on the way. Also on the way here on the Best of the Joe Show, some more Miami music because it's a Miami Monday and some Miami guys. Hawk and Crowder talking about the Dolphins kind of running out of gas. That's next on the Best of the Joe Show. The best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I'm Dan Day. You know it's Miami Monday, so featuring a Miami artist, Birdman's Clam Bake, beer, biscuits, gravy. When I think Miami Heat basketball, when I think beer, when I think biscuits, when I think gravy, 
I think Alejandro Solana, the executive producer of the Hawk and Crowder show, and he is joining us right now. First thing, your take on beer, biscuits, gravy. I, do you think about me when you think of beer, biscuits, and gravy? Absolutely. Is that a good thing? Hey, man, that's a great thing, man. <laughs> I mean, I hope that's a good thing. Okay, let's get in now to talking about the heat. I've been watching. I, I got to watch the heat because the Pelicans are absolutely terrible. Give me your take so far on what the heat have been doing. I mean, can we talk enough about the Miami Heat right now? It's the only team in town worth talking about. I mean, I know the Florida Panthers are coming up next, the home of the Panthers. But right now, tough three-game losing streak for the Panthers. Hopefully they can turn it around tonight against the Ottawa Senators. But the Miami Heat, arguably one of the best teams in the NBA right now. Their record definitely would prove it. And I know they lost to the Lakers, but I don't care what anybody says. A tough officiating night for the Miami Heat that night. They go around, uh, excuse me, the next night in Dallas, take down a Dallas Mavericks team, which is really good. And I know everybody out there is going to say, well, no Luka. doesn't matter. You still beat a team that had Chris Tapps Porzingis in the lineup. You had an early lead. You blew that early lead. It totally looked like the Dallas Mavericks were going to use all that momentum and win the game. You somehow persevered, fought through it, gritty win for the Miami Heat and can we talk enough about Bam Adebayo I mean the guy has been absolutely amazing and it's why he won Eastern Conference Player of the Week triple double machine right there you can hear Alejandro Solana his headlines his weather talking about 2 a.m. in the morning weekdays on the Hawk and Crowder show it is on 560 the Joe from 3 to 6 we're hearing from them right now on the best of the Joe show well, Dolphins ran out of gas. I mean, I don't think uh, I don't think there's any other way to characterize what happened yesterday. But the Dolphins ran out of gas, and uh, and that I thought they'd run out of gas weeks before. They got exploited yes. for having lesser personnel on the field than the opposing team. But that didn't happen against Philadelphia, and it didn't happen against the Jets. And and so what happened yesterday really is what I had expected most weeks. And yeah. and so uh, obviously it it couldn't last forever. <laughs> Uh, them playing competitive football with guys like even Charles Harris was inactive. Like you're you're putting a team out there. You kind of saw Patrick Laird come back to earth, perhaps. Uh, um, he, he, he didn't. He, he didn't. I mean, mentally, he's never been in a situation of coming out that close to the goal line. And you saw you saw his rookiness, if that's a word. On like that you play. can't you can't get tech. You got to come out with a burst that is. Yeah, he juked one guy and then juked and then tried to jump over another guy's arm like that. That's goal line football. Ball, he should have made one cut and jammed it literally jammed his head into an offensive lineman's butt. That's that's what you do on the goal line. All you do is get the ball one inch over the goal line to get another play. You can't keep bouncing outside. There's no bounce outside on the goal line. Not on the goal line. No, no. So, you but know. you you're 100 right. It went right back to Dallas. It went right back to New England game one. It went right back to where they're competitive. They go in at halftime, and I, I know the guys. They went in, and Eli Manning talked to the OC and said, "Who is this Nate Brooks guy again? I'm gonna throw the ball at him." every play right like you know I've surveyed what's going going on out here there's a guy that hasn't played I've played for a long time I've never seen him I'm Eli Manning I've uh, I've played for a long time I don't know him and then they they went at Nate Brooks and Nate Brooks gave up two of the touchdowns but that's what happened and that's what used to happen earlier in this it was Wilts. to be honest it was Nick Needham and I'll give Nick Needham some credit yeah, Nick Needham uh, came on at the end he really did because even I remember yeah. in preseason you know they were giving him a lot of PT but he was getting burned remember per- 
perfect example. That was like game three of preseason where we we talked about Nick Needham as like, this guy needs a hug because he's getting destroyed. Yep. That was his third game playing in the NFL. This was Nate Brooks' first game playing in the NFL. Right. Like the Nick Needham stuff in the preseason happened yesterday to Nate Brooks. But, that, but you know what? This is a scheme thing too because they started two brand new guards this week. After last week, after whooping the Jets, I mean, after playing strong against the Jets, whatever, you know, moving the ball, struggling in the red zone, but their guards were playing well. We weren't talking a lot about the O-line struggling. They replaced both guards. They started over 130 snaps, and they just replaced them because they wanted to see the guys. They're, it's an evaluation period. That's the whole thing. Like, they're evaluating guys for the future. I wonder if you take it to the next step. Would you start Josh Rosen Sunday? I want to lose to the Bengals. I'm not yes. kidding you. They've got, what, three wins on the season? Dolphins, yes, three wins. Three wins on the season. You want to end, I believe, look, you could do all the machinations off this team, wins this team, wins. lose your final two games. What's the difference? Go 3-13. and 13. So, to me, you have a better chance to lose, speaking of evaluation, if you have Josh Rosen in there. And I think you have the perfect built-in rationale for it, which is we are evaluating players. We're eliminated from playoff contention. We are evaluating players. I'm kind of hoping to hear this from Brian Flores in about 20 minutes. We're evaluating players. We want to see what Josh Rosen is now at the end of the season. And also, Ryan Fitzpatrick didn't have the best game of his season. He got his bell rung on a a run, and, uh, and we think the best course of action right now is to evaluate what we have in Josh Rosen. I think think that gives them a better chance I'd rather if you're trying to lose a game I'd rather have Josh Rosen as my quarterback against Andy Dalton than Ryan Fitzpatrick so and I'll tell you this if Fitzpatrick they never signed Fitzpatrick the Dolphins are winless right now it's possible no I I, in my heart I believe Josh Rosen would have led them to zero wins based on what we saw the few games that he started I would I wouldn't I wouldn't argue that and that's why I disagree with you not on the not to the point of that hey three and 13 is not bad for this team because I 100% agree with you. That's great. It's great. We're in the fourth spot right now. The higher we get in the draft, the better. The better it is. You lose the team. You lose well, the talk. You lose the but team. But who, who, who are you losing? Devontae. No, I'm not even kidding you. Are you losing Patrick Laird? <laughs> Nate Brooks. Are you losing Nate Brooks? <laughs> Devontae just got paid playing with Fitzy. The, uh, uh, Mike Gusecki got his first NFL success playing with Fitzy. These guys understand that. Alan Hearns got an uh, extension. Isaiah Ford, Hawk, last week, Isaiah Ford, If I was during the game, it was funny just watching it. Everything he did last week, it was nine targets, six catches, 75 yards, whatever it was, were all career highs for Isaiah Ford. Fitzy has made some of these guys' careers. You bench him, Hawk, you, loo- you lose the confidence of some of your players. Here's where I would take issue with that. I think a lot of teams come games 15 and 16 whether you're out of it or whether you've locked it up you start to rest some guys you just do that's the so i but i don't the rest think- oh, rest um, the Ravens, if they're lo- they're locked in the number one seed in the AFC, does Lamar Jackson play? Well, do you try to pad his stats? Yeah, again, that's more of a, a question on MVP. Like, I, you know, there, there's some more at play there. But that's I, the thing. I just, what is Fitzy resting for? That's well, what I was getting at. Well, I think I think you could easily couch it as for next season. We were thrilled with what we saw. This is what I would say if I was Brian Flores. Yeah. We were thrilled with what we saw out of Ryan Fitzpatrick this season. You see, he made Devontae Parker better. Yep. Right. He made. 
guys better. He was a coach on the field and off the field, and uh, and we're excited because we've got him under contract for next season as well. We want to see what we have out of Josh Rosen. Again, we're out of it the final two games. Mm. I, I, no. I, really, I really think it makes sense. And put that hit in there, too. Now I'm seeing where you're headed with Flores' speech where I just saw him get destroyed by Ogletree. We don't want to take a risk for next season. We know where the season is. We're going to bring Fitzy back. We want him to be healthy to either start for us or be the mentor. Mentor one of the young yeah. guys. Ooh. I, I, call, I just call. think it, 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 you would have he has to sell it perfectly though. Correct. He, he would have to say to it perfectly. Because that's the thing, man. You we the only excitement we've gotten this year was from Fitzy. And us, the fan call, we went into the season. We get rid of Lambert Tunsil and, and Minka Fitzpatrick. Like as a fan, we know. But in that locker room, every day Flores is telling them, work as hard as you can. Win. Do your job. It's all about winning. Do your one one eleventh of and all the but, all the but, coach speak. But I understand that, but then they're inactivating Charles Harris. And they're um, deactivating. Uh, who else was it? Didn't even travel with the team. Uh, Walt Aikens. Walt Aikens. Like you're, yeah. there's plenty of examples where he's telling you go out there and win. And also Taco Charlton. Yeah, we're not gonna play you. Yes. You, you know what I mean? Like they, like you, you can't just point at the Fitzpatrick thing. And there, here's some of the texts that come in. You cannot let Ryan Fitzpatrick ruin the next ten years for two damn games. Yeah. And I agree with that. Somebody else texts in. I agree a thousand percent. It doesn't make any sense to screw up the draft at this point if we get a lead in game tell Laird to fumble on the next play <laughs> you know I know it's not the most palatable thing and they've been fun to watch or whatever but you know what yesterday's game solidified it for me they're not going to end the season on a winning streak they're not like they, they got outclassed by a quarterback that should have outclassed them by the way yeah. should have figured out by the second half here's where I can slice and dice them yep. and he, did, he threw three interceptions now yeah 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 they were on top yeah. of him but he, they just went and found the weakest points they went would, and, found, uh, and, the, and the pass rush now that's why Charles Harris was benched because the, the limited pass rush we had, it would have been worse if Charles Harris was correct, active. Correct, correct. Because he doesn't even pinch a quarterback's so let's backside. finish this out the right way. To me, the one variable is Ryan Fitzpatrick and Josh Rosen, and it makes sense to me now to go to Josh Rosen. And the fans and the texters who I, I understand. I think about it on how does Brian Flores walk in the meeting room, and it was today. How does he walk in the meeting room today? Or he could push it off till Wednesday because tomorrow's the day off for the players. How does he walk in the meeting room and justify to his players that Fitzy is not leading you, the guy that hasn't played in two, two and a half months, we're going to see what because he got. Because they all haven't played and if somebody texts in, 80% of this team ain't coming back anyway. Yes. I, I really do believe that. Like, Oh, I'm with like, you. To me, Devontae Parker just got a four-year extension. If I need to prove to you that Ryan Fitz, like if I need to prove to you more that Ryan, like you just got paid. Yes. It doesn't matter if I put a tomato <laughs> in that quarterback. You shouldn't lose your enthusiasm. But he gets paid because Fitzy throws back shoulder fade. And he'll be healthy next season to do that for you because this season doesn't mean very anything. Successfully. Like to me, Devontae Parker, he he got out of this season everything he needed to get out of. Yeah. He ain't going to the playoffs. They weren't last week and they aren't next week. He got his contract. Devontae Parker, like, I'm sure he'd be thrilled if he plays one series and they keep him rested until next season. These are a couple of the other texts that come in, by the way. We got to get to uh, headlines with Solana. First text that came in today was Crowder, the jacket you wore yesterday on TV, little tight around the waist. The button looked like it was ready to pop. Followed by this text. Channing was looking sharper than a razor blade on the fifth quarter show. I had Can't a, please everybody. I had a fire. A fire. Well, I have my tan suit. I have my, my, my brown goose.
Gucci top my wife got me for Christmas. Wasn't a raggedy ass tie. No, it was a Gucci tie. Usually you got raggedy ass ties. I, I do. I am sponsored by raggedy ass tie, but I went outside of the box and had a fire ass Gucci tie on. I had your light tan jacket. I had your white shirt. Your Stafford. I got a Stafford from J.C. Penney's. I was looking good yesterday, but I'll tell you. And uh, we're actually working on it with the um, with the with the marketing team at, at at Intercom over there. I'm gonna. I have a little weight loss thing coming in January for the new year. My midsection's getting thick. So, Texas, are you all right? My midsection's getting a little thick. Mine also, as well as my moves. Is it getting? But I'm 50, so I feel like it doesn't matter. Oh, you can't let go? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to let go? I've been working towards that milestone. <laughs> Get to 50, and all hell is breaking loose. I got 14 years Hair left. around the nipples, <laughs> uh, hair on the back, uh, hair coming out of the ears, hair everywhere but on my head. Like the Out hair? of my toes. <laughs> It just doesn't matter anymore. I hate it, but it doesn't matter anymore. No. 50. You know what, Hawk? And this is a, guys, this is a life lesson too, Hawk, and this is a life lesson to you. Listen, I said that to my wife recently because she said, you wear the same shirt for years. I said, I fit them. She was like, but they're ashy. They're old. Everybody's seen you in that Lion King shirt. Everybody's seen the Gator shirt I have on right now. You've seen yep. me in this shirt yep. 17 dozen times. Yep. She's like, get another shirt. I said, who am I trying to impress? Right. That's what I told her. I said, who am I trying to impress? Hawk? Right. Uh, Jarvis? Right. Like, who am I? My buddies? She said, you don't want to look good for me? What would you say to your wife? there. Uh, hey, well, Hawk, and Lori, Lori, you, Lori buys you something new. Like, I don't need a new shirt. She said, you need to look good. And you say, for who? She said, you don't want to look good for me? What's your answer? Yeah, nah, I'm good now. Huh? 23 years, I'm 50. I'm good. Like, you saw. You saw my best. That, no. I mean, Girl, you gotta keep her. it up, but you like, gotta keep it at up. At my age, looking good for my wife means not having a colostomy bag. Like that to me, like that's the looking good, no colostomy bag. <laughs> that's the doo really, doo bag. Really letting go colostomy bag. <laughs> the next step from you is doo doo bag. That would be. That's where I would go. Hey, come on, put a little effort in. You know what I mean? But up until that point, <laughs> I feel like I got it on lockdown. When you hit fifty, the yeah, next yeah. milestone is yeah. doo doo bag. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Listen, let's call it like it is. That'll about do it. Doug Plagans, Alex Dono, my guy is calling the Panthers, Senators next. I'll be back tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, with another edition of the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.